like when you're in an airplane and you think about if it's going to crash, like, could I grab onto a tree branch? Or <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> the answer is no. Man last week survived. <laughs> when, the elevator, when the elevator crashed to the bottom floor, he jumped. <laughs> this is the Best Friends Ask Why podcast with Aaron and Dylan. <laughs> it's so tight! <laughs> oh, it's going. Welcome to the 13th episode of the Best Friends Ask Why podcast. Lucky number 13! It's unlucky. the first ever. It's 13. 13. No, it's lucky. No, we, this works. It's lucky. We can't have. It's thir- lucky. Nope. Well, this is episode 14 because we're all going to die after this episode. Because it's 13. Yeah, 13 reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> 13 reasons why we can't release this episode. Yeah. Oh, shit. With Jordan Tisdale. What's up, dude? Yeah. How's it going? Uh, nothing much. Kind of. I'm finally here. Yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome. I've only been mentioned like four times on the podcast. <laughs> and then, and I get an like, invite now. Is there going to be like a high score thing? Are you going to... Like you were already talking about putting together a podcast <laughs> bingo. I feel like someone else needs to work on like a high score list of mentions. Like, like, who, like just name drops. Like see who actually gets name dropped the most. It's definitely going to be like Mariah, Devin, you. And Ray, it seems like that's that you guys are pretty heavy like, front runners at this point. Gunning for first place, yeah. <laughs> I just play heavy favorites, yeah. I don't mention anybody because fuck them. You also just don't talk at all. Yeah, yeah I know. True. Well, it's great because I'm quieter than Aaron, so now Aaron's gonna have a time to shine today. <laughs> no, what are you talking? He's just gonna run the whole fucking. Yeah, basically, thing. we're Dude, just gonna guys, captive I audience. I didn't mentally prepare for this. <laughs> for what? The ganging up on you? No, for the fact that I didn't. That, that you I have, have to, to carry just, the show. That's just front run. I guess it is like a natural quality that yeah. I have, but uh, like you're already doing it right now. Am I? You didn't even let me interject after you said something. <laughs> you just kept going. Oh, look at that. Holy shit, it's so quiet. Shut the fuck up. You got something stuck in your teeth. Oh, is it lettuce? You want to get it? Here, let me get it with my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) So, we were going to do a solo podcast today, but we went to dinner last night, and it was delicious. And I was just like, dude, it would be so much better if you just came on, because, yeah, we didn't invite you. Yeah, you did. No. I I got the invite at Denny, or Applebee's, like, weeks ago, bro. Well, I don't know why you but weren't told. that time, we didn't invite you. Because no, and you, you told me before like I went. Farts. But I was like, snowboard is life. The pow. That's fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I wasn't inviting you. I was just telling you that I was going to hang out with people like, away from you. No, you said, <laughs> no, hey, there's family like, dinner tonight no. if you want to go. <laughs> no, yeah. it's like, you smell like farts, and <laughs> I don't want you to come to dinner. He's got a nose piercing now. He thinks he's all bad and rude. I, 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 I said, like, I took a self. I always take just dumb selfies of myself. I took a picture and I sent it to my cousin Jaden. He's just like, he looks like, well, I'm going to change the joke a little bit because he released a goodish joke and I'm going to add to it. But he was like, Dylan, it looks like you're going through your 15 year old punk phase like 10 years too late. <laughs> That's well, fair. So I've been like, doing the keto thing for a long time now but i've been super fucking off lately not super (laughs) but um we went to snowboarding on saturday yeah yeah we went up to baker which is so dope we went up to mount baker to go snowboarding and it's really difficult when traveling to find keto meals when we were in salem it was borderline impossible like everywhere i went 
I would have just had to get like a burger patty every single place. There's enough dumb hipsters in Bellingham. You should be a little better. Right? Yeah, Bellingham. We were not, we, but we were at Baker. So wow. we were at Mount Baker, but they, which is like 45 minutes to an <laughs> oh, hour. Oh, I, I know. Away. I've I've drove up there for autocross. Yeah, stuff he before. Does, uh, it's uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, it's a fun drive at five in the morning when it's <laughs> like basically still dark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Especially yeah, when it's super windy and it's yeah. like what twenty five miles an hour you're supposed to go. Yeah, it, that doesn't happen. Like we were, yeah, it? like we were talking about it yesterday, like the trip that I took up there with Taylor, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think I had forty five minutes sleep before. And we, we were <laughs> we were drinking until like midnight or one. We're like, we're going to autocross tomorrow. Let's go. And so I had to go home, pack up all my shit, and get the car ready. And then leave at like four in the morning. Fuck that! I slept for forty-five minutes. Went <laughs> up there, and then he has to operate a, and then a I have, large motor vehicle. Yeah, yeah, I have to drive fast, like intentionally fast through <laughs> through the parking lot up there at Mount Jeez. Baker. So yeah, they like cone off autocross. I don't know if you know much about autocross, no, but don't. for people who don't know, autocross is like um, it's. Like racing without the consequences, pretty much of crashing into things. Yeah, so you have the you have time limits, or it's not a time limit, but they time you. Yeah, it's a timed event. Yeah, so they set up like cones, right? Yep. And uh, so, set up how the classes and stuff work. So you're in basically, it's a cone course in a parking lot. So I mean, the worst thing you're ever going to hit is a cone. Yeah. And I mean, you might scuff a bumper. It's not really going to do anything bad. So. That's always nice. It's not as hard as on your on your tires or your brakes as like a big full track would be because yeah. it's a forty five minute course and you're not heating up the engine too much. So yeah. it's really safe to do with your daily driver and it's a ton of fun. But uh, basically, you can kind of just find a local club around. I mean, around here there's Bellingham Chuckanut Sports Car Club and then SECA runs some stuff and I think even at uh, Evergreen in Monroe they are starting to do stuff yeah don't they have like all the drifting and shit in evergreen yeah they do we are we are gonna go to another event this year for sure yeah i'm actually uh my buddy jeff from work uh is like best friends with that tire slayer snyder guy Mm -hmm. uh the nate snyder and i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can get him on the podcast to come talk about that would be pretty sweet that that's definitely on my list i've always been interested in like how because i had friends in high school who were always like working on cars souping them up and then getting new cars and shit i'm like how the fuck do you afford this <laughs> like just the idea of starting out in something like that is so daunting yeah i mean yeah especially drifting where i mean you're gonna break stuff like yeah. that's the whole that seems like almost the point yeah at some for some people yeah so i mean where autocross and actual track racing the it's point is to less. not break stuff yeah. i mean like yeah things are gonna happen you're gonna have to replace parts faster than you normally would but you're not I mean, slamming into yeah, walls. You're not in, you're not intentionally seeing how close you can get to the wall with yeah. the back of your car. Like, you know. It is crazy to me. There's so many kids who do it. And so I'm I'm I do wonder about that. That's definitely something I want to be I I'd be interested about like the beginning when yeah. it's all grassroots like mm-hmm. figuring out like how the hell you're paying for. Yeah. That. Yeah. That was my fucking thing. Like yeah. in high school seeing people with no part-time job or anything. Well, maybe like a shitty part-time job yeah but having like gti's mm-hmm. or fucking jettas or whatever that they were souping up to go drift and shit well they like, just do the well, same not thing those that, cars but other cars yeah those they, are from they, they do the yeah. same thing that we that most people do with food where you're like 
Oh, do I cook dinner or do I go get a Qdoba? And then uh, you go to Qdoba and they just, instead of that, they're just on Amazon being like, I have $55 left in my account. Well, Amazon, <laughs> before Amazon. But they'd yeah. be on yeah. eBay and be like, oh, yeah. I, there's this K&N air filter for $40. Yeah. I have 47 And they just spent all the money that they have. <laughs> that's more or less it. They just kind of live on a ramen diet yeah. from what I've seen. Okay. Well, that's kind of how it happens just when you're like a, a when hobbyist. When you're passionate about shit. Yeah, if you're just super hyped about stuff, you just end up spending... Because you, like, want to be... You want to have the best things related to that. Oh, and also most of those kids you're talking about had civics. So, yeah. baseline, yeah. those weren't that expensive. True. And then they'd probably just, like, what, cut the cat catalytic converter off so that it's, like, like louder and shit? I don't yeah, know how I mean, that works, you, but I don't... You could, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but they're just, like, fucking with, like, little just, like, shit. bullshit bolt-ons from China. Because they're just, like, we want it to sound louder and... Yeah, yeah I mean, just... Some skunk two suspension parts, drop it low. I mean, yeah. there's. I don't Half know. It depends on cut the coils. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Or like they don't actually cut the like, springs. Cut yeah. the springs. Yeah, they well, don't I mean, actually buy sport springs. They just yeah, just shave them off. eBay, and slap a fancy sticker on. eBay, there. yeah, <laughs> eBay coilovers for like a old Honda are like four, three, four hundred bucks. I mean, yeah, it's it's a joke at this point. They're, I mean, they're not great coilovers by any means, but they're cheap yeah so i mean you can make your car as low as you want so you're so you're kind of similar to me in the serial hobbyist thing a little bit yeah i yeah. mean i've had a whole selection of them over the years what was like i mean like cars has been around with you for like a really long time is there like a reason that or i mean like cars are sick so you don't really need a reason to think <laughs> yeah. like, i've been super into cars lately and i don't care about cars at all yeah. but uh just like i can understand for some reason like dudes with testosterone you hear loud engines and you're just like this is fucking exciting. yeah that's why i want to go to driftcon again because when we heard that the that um what is it the ls1 or no what's it called that that, that they put in the in which one the, the they put in that bmw oh the e36 uh yeah it was an, it was an ls variant motor I yeah don't yeah but one. it fucking squealed like it was yeah. so loud and insanely brutal it gives you that same <laughs> feeling that when you're listening to like really heavy music it's yeah. just so gnarly and overpowering and your testosterone just shoots through yeah. the fucking yeah. roof. and that beautiful techno violet purple that, yeah that, that car was that's absolutely like a beautiful gorgeous. m3 color it's like my favorite m3 <laughs> yeah. color they've ever done i think my favorite is that weird teal one the 46 the um laguna seca blue probably yeah. yeah it's like it's like yeah it's like really fucking bright yeah yeah i really yeah. really like that color i saw one yesterday when we were driving to shoreline there's not too many awesome. of them and i yeah i'm a fan of that one too but like the generation before they had that purple that's, yeah that's that one's like I, I didn't think i liked the generation before mm-hmm. but when we saw that one mm-hmm. there i was like oh this thing's actually really fucking yeah cool. and then i'm like, a big fan of the e30s because they have that like super boxy yeah super boxy super round headlights that yeah, they're perfect. They have that old school like Audi Quattro look, kind of like Audi Quattro was all. Yeah, well, I mean, shit. it's just, yeah, I mean, yeah. same generation and yeah. everything. Yeah. So, but uh, there's a couple of classes that are uh, like spec classes for racing those. There's a uh, um, spec E30 that basically you take an old E30 325 and build it to specification, and then race against a whole bunch of other people that have the exact same car. So, so you, it's all skill. Yeah. So you, I mean, it's not who can spend the most money on parts. It's yeah. it's who can actually drive the car the best. That's, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And they have the same thing with Miatas and a few other different classes. So it makes the barrier to entry to actual wheel to wheel racing a little lower. Yeah. And it's not an arms race, which you know I don't want to get in, if I ever have have a chance to do that i don't want to be in an arm race arms race with a doctor or a lawyer yeah but i'm not gonna win <laughs> yeah true story yeah um but like where did like the fiending for cars get into like 
where did that come into play? I have no idea. Like yeah. it, it kind of just, I mean, I'd been looking at Craigslist since I was like 11 or 12, like, uh, like jonesing for a car. Yeah. And then it's, it's just constantly been there and constantly grown. And I mean, YouTube never, your I mean, dad wasn't like help. a gearhead or anything like no, that. There's I mean, no one in your family really who's like a huge gearhead. Not really. I mean, my like, my dad can work on a house, but he can't really work on a car. Your dad can work on a house really goddamn <laughs> yeah. well, though. Yeah, exactly. But he he can't really work on a car very well. Yeah. So I mean, I've never had it really from him. But I mean, I don't know. I was always taking shit apart and stuff. Like, I think I took the training wheels off my brother's bike when we were i was like five and so he would be like josh four or something and yeah and i mean literally i couldn't ride without training wheels but i took it off his bike and had him try you got this i believe in you let's try this yeah that was that was a theme of my childhood was basically i was the mastermind and josh would josh try things it shows yeah that's awesome so like your first car was what uh, Saab 900S. That thing is cool. Yeah, I love that thing. I still love the company, but, I mean, they went bankrupt. GM ruined them. They went bankrupt and tried to sell to Skyper, which is a really weird, I think, Danish supercar company that you've probably never heard of. Yeah, no, definitely yeah. have. <laughs> uh, that didn't really work out, but uh, their pre-GM cars are beautiful. They're designed by engineers for engineers and architects to be honest like yeah are more architects drive sobs than any other car they're like weird looking but classy at the same time yeah and and they're unbelievably safe i mean like well, they, yeah, they're like made they of put like, volvo to, to shame like it seems like they're made of like a block of granite they just carved <laughs> yeah. out the interior <laughs> yeah well i mean when they took them rally racing like strength wise they legally they legally had to put a roll cage in it but Strength-wise, they didn't need to. Uh, like they could Christ. roll the thing, and well, it would, and it didn't compress enough that they would need a roll cage. But well, yeah, wasn't there that episode of Top Gear where they just yeah, <laughs> yeah? After Saab died, they uh, they dropped an old E30 BMW and a Saab uh, upside down on their roofs from like 15 feet. Yeah, and the Saab compressed like four or five inches and the bmw was just flat to the like <laughs> they like, literally like they put, picked it like 10 feet in the air at least and just dropped it out of a crane and it just went like like a little bit <laughs> like if you like yeah. it, when you drop a soda can and you yeah. know it just like kind of crumples a little yeah, bit yeah i mean like the windows blew out but like you could just kind of crawl nicely out yeah and the bmw would be flat like, <laughs> there would be nothing above your belly button but. suck it germans oh, where's sob made out of germany no. <laughs> no. Sweden, yeah, they're Swedish. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is, okay. is there other Swedish company, car companies? Volvo. Volvo. Okay. Yeah. I've not, never been a huge And fan. Koenigsegg, I guess. There's I mean, a but bunch that's of in, that's, those are That's a very... There. Yeah, it's a big, big leap yeah. from Saab to Koenigsegg. Yeah. Well, hey, hey Saab them? makes no. jets. Saab makes jets. Yeah. They make, like, the Harrier Fighter and stuff. Koenigsegg, Koenigsegg uh, is, like, the... Is a very cool, like, alien spaceship car, pretty much. It has a oh, super okay. crazy high-speed... And it it it's like a transformer car. It looks so it's a car that only millionaires can trade up for sure. Oh okay. yeah, I mean millionaire plus. Like you're okay. looking at billionaire stuff. Uh, These cars are million dollar plus oh, yeah. cars. Jesus yeah. Christ! They're, They're like individually hand built and like literally they don't have plastic buttons they have like milled aluminum buttons with like tiny drill holes so you can see the light coming through them like <laughs> holy shit yeah they're insane they're and insanely God cool dang. like i'm not a big fan of supercars i never have been a huge fan of them yeah. they're just too out there i really like simpler cars like e like uh m3s are really i like 
like that uh, the Chevy um, sedan that came out a couple years ago. I think it was called the SS because mm-hmm. um, Hitler and. Uh, <laughs> But it was like a V8, I think, like a V8. Mm -hmm. It was just a super fucking powerful sedan, but it's just a sedan with just a serious growl. I like those kind of cars the best. Well, Australia's been doing that for years. It's just a matter of, like, like the Holden stuff. Like, I mean, it's Chevy. Like, they've been making, like, the Ford Falcon and the... I can't remember what the Holden one is, but basically like big sedans with big v8s uh-huh. has been just a staple of australia forever and for some reason we just don't have it here well uh, that was, that's like a big theme in like the old speed um, show is james pumphrey's always like fuck america right because we <laughs> never get any of the cool yeah. shit well like the pontiac uh, g8 was like, that car was cool like that was a basically was, a rebrand of them and they're the, fucking the holden commodore awesome. yeah okay. i'm pretty sure it's a commodore but the like uh, v8 supercar racing in australia is really big and uh like basically it's a competition between two american manufacturers with big american v8s <laughs> just fucking ripping through australia <laughs> like bathurst is probably one of the coolest well, like, races the, I've like I, I just like those big body cars like like uh the ctsv i yeah. like that car it's really cool um there's just a lot of those just like bigger sedans with yeah, I mean, serious punch arc it's an american classic like yeah. just having like a big engine in a big car yeah like that's america well, there's something that like like the, the sound of a ferrari just doesn't excite me the same way that like the growl of something else does like i i like i really like the sound of like an mm-hmm. audi r8 but i think that's also just because i really like the way the audi r8 looks yeah but typically those higher registered sounds don't recognize to me as well as those the, the lower low growl ones yeah like the demon noise the Push dodge demon noise is just like Oh my god! Yeah, American pushrod engines versus <laughs> like you know actual technology. Yeah, it's like when in it's Europe, like, yeah. When it's like straight up, yeah. When you go down to like the when you look at the numbers, they f- do not do nearly as well as the other ones do. Realistically, right? It, it depends on what you're talking about. I mean, like the Corvette still wins or places really well in Le Mans in the sports car class, like every year. I mean, is Le Mans the 24 hour one? Yeah, 24 hours of Le Mans. So I mean, like they're still competitive and they can build competitive cars out of these things. But I mean. Like, it's just different. I mean, no American company is going to win Le Mans prototype with with the engines that we're talking about. I mean, they're all being dominated by diesels, like diesel electric stuff, like hybrids. Yeah. Oh, at this point. Well, all those supercars seem to be going to hybrid, too, after it's like Tesla just like flipped the shit upside down when they're like, <laughs> oh, hey, you like this sedan? Oh, we put the letter P on it, right? It's like the P model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we put the letter P on it and it can go fucking zero to 60 in 2.3 seconds. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? And then now they're coming out with the Tesla Roadster next year. It's only $250,000. Only like, there's no fucking way I can afford that. Yeah. But realistically, <laughs> when you look at it, though, that's like, I'm pretty sure that's less than like a 911 GT3. I feel like a GT3 yeah, I mean, is probably a little bit more Basically than the same, yeah, similar it price. It goes 0 to 60 in 1.9 seconds. Yeah, it's it's insane, but also you can only drive it for how long? True story. That's, that's your downside of it. But, yeah. you know, I mean, it is a, an for amazing now. car. And that's the thing is, like, they're starting an arms race and that's an arms race that we really need well porsche is working on supposedly they're building in a fully electric car as well yeah i'm really stoked to see because i mean they did the hybrid already like their hybrid super good yeah that thing's insane so i mean like i I mean like i get it like i know jeremy clarkson doesn't care for porsches i'm a huge fucking fan of porsches i I, they like if i had a billion dollars 
Like, I don't have dream cars. When people are like, Dylan, what's your dream car? It would be legit a Toyota Tacoma 4Runner. Like, the same car that I want oh. now. Oh, I get it. Because be- my car that I would get if I had any car I could ever have and billion dollars was a 1991 black Saab 900 SPG <laughs> three door yeah. and that would be it like awesome. with yeah. the with the crappy looking wheel like three yeah. three spoke wheels and everything like I would yeah, want it like just a, perfect and classic like and maybe like an 80s like an 80s Land Cruiser I would be super hyped about like maybe I'd have Icon build it you know what mm-hmm. Icon is yeah yeah they make like $400,000 cars that oh, literally shit. never break and they're hand built like if I could get just a Land Cruiser or whatever that looked like the old one but it was fresh off the thing that would be ideal for me but i have one car that costs a stupid amount of money that i would absolutely buy if i had a billion dollars and it's a porsche singer like they just blow my mind every time i look at the that's the old like air cool looking one right yeah 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 and they they're they're like the same amount of money as a bugatti (laughs) like they're a million dollars (laughs) and they're back ordered for like four years because they hand build and hand stitch every single piece of them they are like it's literally like craftsmanship and then they're just like let's do it to a car and Porsche sued them because they're like they're doing it too well. Yeah. They take all the Porsches and they started just branding them as singers because there's they're not even close to Porsches at this point. Like they're yeah, not they don't even, share that many parts anymore at that point. They're like they, they it's pretty much it's almost as if though like they they I was watching this video um, on Donut Media about mm-hmm. this Dodge Challenger. It's called the Evolution, I believe, and this company um, just laser scanned a dot like a 1969 Dodge Charger, and then they just uh, no maybe it's a Camaro, but um, then they just built the whole thing to spec completely out of carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. Every single panel is made out of carbon fiber, and then they put like the Viper engine in it and like they just put they put together the craziest fucking muscle car ever and it's on like the suspension of the new um the new um corvette and this is like it's like a resto modded but it's built from the ground up so it's not a camaro but it just looks identical to one in in dimension mm-hmm. and that's pretty much what singer's doing but with porsches and they're they're fucking gorgeous <laughs> like literally i would be scared to sit in one just because i know how often i just have like dirt on my jeans or some shit like you're just gonna fuck up this absolutely gorgeous thing i'd have to have a butler who cleaned off like cleaned me off with like compressed air and shit before i got a lint roller and pretty much you just have to get into a hazmat suit to drive your car they're absolute works of art and people do that with so many different things in life but that is like the one time with a car that i was like oh that's that's nice yeah it's tasty my dream car is just a sti sti Yeah, yeah real simple they're cool I like it. Yeah. No, they're very cool. But my dream, if I was going to have an STI, I'd also want like an STI that I got the people who worked at, in Group B. And then I was like, hey, do that to this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely want to do stuff to it. Where it just, just absolutely squeals, like shoots fire. Like, Who's this fucking asshole driving to Starbucks? In this- <laughs> I was actually at, at Boeing because uh, like sitting on the train, sitting there waiting for like something i don't i don't remember but we were sitting there and it was right when it snowed and some dude was in one of the big boeing parking lots after it was basically empty and he's just sitting there doing donuts in his sti <laughs> <laughs> and like and he, i mean he's getting on it pretty good and yeah. like then it's actually shooting flames oh, i'm just yeah. sitting there watching and i'm like this is actually kind of fun this, this is great <laughs> yeah 
It's awesome watching people torture the things that they own. Yeah. Because you're not going to have to deal with it breaking, but you get to enjoy it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that drift events are very fun. But, like, if you were in that car and you... If I was in a car and I could just hear that red line it bouncing there all the time, like this is bad news. But you watch other people do it, and you're like, "Good job, yeah. fuck your shit up." Yeah, or you know, they just like hit the wall with a yeah. like a. I mean, yeah, there's a dude in like a G30 or no, he's in a um, a Nissan. Um, 350. 350, yeah. And he just, like, hit the fucking wall hella hard. And I was yeah. like, oh, that sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, a reasonably nice car. And, like, other people have, like, S13s and S14s. They're uh, 240s, Nissan 240s. They're, like, the classic drift car. Um, they're, like, super cheap, and, and everyone seems to be going with those. And then they always try to resell them for ten grand when they're not worth ten grand. Yeah. I just know that because of memes. Yeah, they're clean, <laughs> but they're four different colors. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh but this guy is driving like a, a nissan 350 and you're like this is significantly more expensive than some of these other ones here and it's probably not as it's what good. you think though but yeah. it's not anymore it's like because i mean the 350 has been out for a long time it's true it's actually not too expensive to buy an older one anymore <laughs> yeah do people get that do people get that car just because it's rear wheel drive or is i mean like- yeah you, i mean it's rear wheel drive and they're relatively inexpensive and i mean you can it's got a V6. You can make okay power out of it. What? What? They're it, heavy, but you know. So you're about to have a a Nino. You're about to. You're building a child within your wife's <laughs> uterus. Currently. Correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So let's just skip over the baby part. And we'll go straight into what. No, we we can talk about that later. But <laughs> you like have been wanting a project car for like a really long time. Yeah. And so I want to complete the car thing before we go to other stuff. Um. Do you have an idea of what you want like your next project car to be? Is that that seems um, like a hard choice? It's an unbelievably hard choice. Uh, M three. Well, yeah, but the problem is, is M threes are more expensive because for some reason, well, E thirties are stupid expensive because yeah. they didn't make very many M threes in the E thirties. E thirty sixes they made quite a few of them, but for some reason, people think they're collectible now, Uh-oh. and I don't know why because they made enough of them where they really shouldn't be. Yeah, but people seem to think they are. So getting a good one is kind Hard. of few and far between, and a lot more money than it's really worth. Is that the purple one that we saw? Is yeah, that one? Okay. yeah. But I mean, you can buy like just so like an M three. They'll be like, all right, I want five. The grand owner for that. of that car, I believe his name is Chase Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Um, he on Instagram. I don't know exactly, but if you look up Chase Schmidt, you might see a. Uh, purple bmw and it's it's very cool and he's been building the shit out of it so yeah. i definitely want to see it again in action this year because it looks insane yeah it's it's beautiful yeah so continue sorry i know i lost where i was you're talking about your your possible project car and how yeah. getting a hold of one of those bmws is difficult at the moment yeah i mean they're just they're expensive i mean buying a 325 or 328 of the same year and generation i mean you're gonna spend like 1500 bucks compared to five grand for the same exact looking car basically i mean you lose a little bit of engine performance you lose a little bit of suspension stuff but there's not enough major differences and i mean it's the same chassis you can change suspension and engine parts like it's not until the one after that that they kind of bridge the gap between the like the 328 or whatever mm-hmm. and then the m3 right because i feel like the next generation J- james pumphrey from um that uh from donut media was talking about that and he was like the the last two years the e- the m3 was like insanely awesome like everyone was mm-hmm. like this thing's so sick 
you know, and it sold like crazy. But then when they made that one, like it was like BMW was like, oh, these it, they are different, but let's make them really different now. Mm-hmm. Like supposedly in that next one, I believe that would that be E forty two forty six forty six. Okay, so yeah. that one got like a huge upgrade. Mm-hmm. So is that one like? I think they're yeah they're more different, but I mean it's just a matter of what I want to do because I've I've always been considering a Miata and I still am just they're because cool, man. they're small and my garage has too much crap in it already. And yeah. <laughs> like if I want to park it inside, I need something small enough that I can park it inside. Yeah. So, and they're cheap. There's parts everywhere. Yeah, there like, is. There's spec classes. If I want to do that, there's a lot of autocrossers in Miatas. So, I mean, you have someone that you're can go kind of head to head with and feel like, you know, see where you're really at. Yeah. yeah. So that, and that would be nice. They also have like a really short, what is it? The, what's it about the Miata that's like supposedly because they have a, like a really short wheelbase, they're like really fucking maneuverable. It's like right? a go-kart basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I went to the, um, autocross up in Bellingham. If you, this was probably four years ago or something. And it was at the airport overflow lot. And I went with, two of the guys I worked with at the water district at the time. And one of them had a Toyota X runner pickup truck, which is hilarious to see a pickup truck on a racetrack. Like which, Toy- Toyota decided that they're like, Oh, Tacomas are cool and they're selling really good, but let's make like a track version. Yeah, let's yeah. make it lower and give it a, like a ton of grip and just, you know, have fun. You guys they have like a big body kit on it too. Yeah. It's like a block. All, it's all like blacked a brick out. It's so, they they're just so pretty set on the ground. They're yeah. really cool. Actually, yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. And then, uh, also a, a Corvette. And I mean, so they're big cars. Both yeah. of those are. And like, they had a tiny little bus stop chicane and I was the only one that could go through it at a decent speed because it was What's, just, what does that mean? So you know how a bus stop or like a bus pulls off to the side of the road. Yeah. Imagine basically cones at the entrance and exit of how they would pull off to the side and come back out. Oh, okay. That's okay. a bus stop chicane. Okay. okay. That's so yeah. So me, it's kind of like so if you kind of go off to the left. Yeah. And then no, go straight I, I a little can, bit and then I go back to the so right. I understand. So like those cars just because they were bigger. They just like, yeah, but it was like a really small like basically a little box. Uh-huh. So I mean you're you had to turn all the way around it, but it was so much for them to get in without clipping any cones because oh. they're, so they're so wide you and performed long. well in that time. Yeah. Cause I was like, in, I was in my tiny little MR2. Yeah. So like, but the Miatas would have, the Miatas did really saying. well too. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we're like big long wheelbase cars and stuff are fine on bigger tracks. But when you're dealing with really small, tight corners, mm-hmm. you they want something. Well. Yeah. want something small and nimble. Yeah. What did, what drew you to the MR2 initially? Uh, it was two thousand dollars, and <laughs> right down the road, and I had money because I had. Well, it seemed like you were looking for working. one for a while before that, though. Like you, I was looking for something. For I wasn't. The MR two definitely wasn't an idea. It was like a concept of an idea. Like it was on a list of things that I was kind of looking at. Oh, okay. And my and dad was taking it, my yeah. dad was taking my sister to soccer practice up at Linwood High School, and just it was parked on that road to the new Linwood High School. And, and my dad's like, and he just sent me pictures of it one day while I was at work. And I was like, Oh, right, that's well, it. Yeah. I'll go, uh, I'll go look at it. So how was that thing when you got it? Like it was fun to drive, but like, was did you have to do a lot of work to it or anything like that? No, I mean, I did basic maintenance stuff, uh, replaced the brake pads with nicer pads, uh, braided steel lines, a short shifter and new wheels and tires. And I drove it to, up to Bellingham, raced it a few times, drove it over to the peninsula, raced it at, uh, with SCCA on their solo course. And then also did some, uh, time trials stuff with it. 
That MR twos are really cool. And like, and it's great because I mean, like it it only let me down once, and that was because I was bad about maintaining it. It's like Toyota made like a small sports car. They're like they kind of made like a a budget Ferrari practically. That's like, it's really what it was. I yeah. mean, and it was. But yeah, the only time it ever let me down was while I was driving to work down in Seattle. Um, I had a belt squeal, and I knew I needed to replace the alternator belt. And it, it was starting to fray a little bit. And uh, the alternator <laughs> belt let go underneath the convention center downtown oh, in Seattle. Shit. And I saw the alternator belt just roll. So I was like, that's going to be a problem. And I was just driving down to like the um, like basically where Studio 7 is. Uh-huh. There's a yard right down there. So I, was, uh, I pulled in. And like all the lights are starting to flat, like flicker uh, just a little bit. And I'm getting like, and there's a train in the way and the crossing is down. And I'm like, my car is going to die literally like right on the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> and, and so it, I, it luckily stayed alive until I could pull into the parking spot. And then I tried to start it and it was no. done. Yeah. Uh, and that was just me not actually replacing the belt when i needed to like yeah. i literally had the belt sitting on top of my gun safe i but, just didn't do it but like uh, rotaries are known for being like not reliable right is that just true when it's not a toyota <laughs> i guess i don't know you mean rotaries are because mr2 is a rotary right oh no. i thought it was, was no nope. okay it was mid-engine yeah it's right? mid-engine okay. Okay. uh it's basically a front-wheel drive car that's flipped around weird like they use that's it's mounted sideways like a front-wheel drive it's got like basically the same transaxle it's just backwards okay so, like so it's, they use bi- it to, it's behind you so they use it to power the rear wheels at that yeah, point then? yeah yeah okay. so it's yeah it's That's nice weird. and it's one of the only i mean mid-engine cars that most people can afford yeah this is a really cool looking car though too they yeah. still like when you had that one i still think they look super yeah. sick yeah i mean that one was looked like garbage but it was great because yeah. i mean i didn't really care what happened to it i mean i went out and hit cones with it and drove it around and like were you daily driving that one well i had point? i had the 91 honda accord too oh and yeah so yeah. i was kind of back and forth between oh, it, yeah but your dad was like commuting in the accord and then he yeah. Was like, yeah yeah I, I would just kind of drive one like kind of back and forth and stuff and then like uh i mean dakota's car went out like he had to put it in the shop for like a week or something and so he just like he borrowed the mr2 for a while like <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a weird loan-out car. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I think Chloe still had the bus or the... It might have been the Cabrio at that point. But either way, it was in the shop constantly <laughs> anyways. So she drove the MR2 quite a bit, too. Yeah. So it was kind of a loan-out car, also. Yeah. Aaron had a Jetta one. It was a piece of shit. But he drove it like it was a fucking Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Aaron was like the three lane, one blinker, three lane. (laughs) Nice. I remember I hadn't seen Aaron like multiple years and I'm staying at my cousin and Jaden's house and I needed a ride somewhere and he, he lived in Marysville. And so somebody must've called him. It was weird because I like literally hadn't seen him in a very long time since we lived on the farm together. It feels like I had just recently gotten back from Massachusetts. Um, where I lived for like two years before I came back here and uh, Aaron comes and picks me up and I was like hey man what's up and then like we kind of sat silently in the car and then he just drove like a fucking bat out of hell all the way there just like like, just switching lanes and I was like well, should I talk to him do I just hold on what's going on here yeah it was a goal of mine to like hit as close to 120 as I possibly could every time I got <laughs> on the freeway. I mean, like, 
I feel like I've outgrown that. It's fun, yeah. though. Like, it's nice to... Me too. I don't know. I, I mean, I did a bunch of that when I was younger, but I think racing really helps. Yeah. Like, if you have an outlet and you know, like, all right, cool, I'm going to go do this and I'm not going to get a ticket. Yeah. Like then it's all good it's it's worth it to save that like 120 dollars on a a speeding ticket and be like well i need to change my oil and like replace my brakes anyways so now i'll do that instead of paying a ticket music will get me every once in a while i'll be listening like the right music it'll get me hyped and i'll be like i'll definitely start going closer to redline but i've never redlined my car once like at all it's a manual. I'm just like, nope, I just stay far away from it. I just drive like a fucking grandma. I drive like a fucking grandma now. You, you really do. <laughs> like, I'm at the speed limit in most places. I'm not, but, you know. Yeah. I'm also I, not used to Washington driving anymore. Like, Germany, they'll get you for going, like, mm-hmm. a kilometer over. Yeah. Like, they'll get you. I feel like cops barely look at you unless you're going, like, 17 over here. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be worth the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I've been pulled over by cops going like way over the fucking speed limit. Lady cops will <laughs> fuck you. Lady cops straight up will fuck you. Every time I've been pulled over by a lady cop, ticket immediately. But dude cops, like, I think they're just trying to take down the patriarchy, you know? So they're just <laughs> like, fuck this white boy. <laughs> now they're going to see this nose ring and they're just going to shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got pulled over by like a dude on the way to work and I was going way over the speed limit and he just goes like where are you headed so fast and I was like work and he's like get the fuck out of here and he just let <laughs> me go again I was like fuck yeah man <laughs> yeah I had that experience once on Lil Aramer I was going considerably I, over the I speed always, limit it's like a 35 I was actually proud of you the other day. I told you to get <laughs> off on Lowell. It's a 35. Mm-hmm. And when we were getting in, like you passed the speed limit sign and it says 35. And I felt Aaron hit his brakes. And I was just like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievably painful at 35. Yeah. And yeah. then he sped up to like 45, 50. Yeah. I was like, okay. Like yeah. I drive like 55 on that road yeah. the whole time. I, yeah. I, I've driven with you in the GTI because yeah. the GTI's got that. It feels kind of yeah. like a race car. You're just like, yeah. That was that was when it still had the tune and the tires on it, and I think we took it at probably an average speed of like 75 yeah, to 80. Kills, Jesus dude. Christ! Yeah. The fastest I've ever gone is in my mom's VR6. Though mm-hmm. she had that. Uh, it was a GTI. The Mark IV. It was a Mark IV. It was really fucking cool. I loved it. It had like a it had a sub in the back too. So yeah. I just listened to like bass nectar back when I was like, oh, jump up sick. And then I'd uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh there's this road over it's like called like fifty first, I think. Um fifty first over by one eightieth over by Clearview. It's like a long straight but it kind of does this like wavy thing. Yeah. And you come around the corner, you turn it so you're coming from like a Canyon Park area. Mm-hmm. And it's like this really, really tight left turn that you have to take at 15 miles an hour. And then it's like literally like a mile, probably a mile long road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I turned that, and this car was just, it had a Magnaflow exhaust on it, so you could hear how fun <laughs> it was too. So it, was like, it wasn't like anything crazy, but it just sounded like it was a fun car yeah. at the same time. So I was just like, here we go. Whop! And you're just like, I was redlining that car every fucking <laughs> second I could. Like every, every red light, I was like, red light? red line (laughs) just like once it hit green i was just powering it but i think i got up to like uh a buck 25 on a 35 jesus christ 
it was I was fucking flying like the the <laughs> I, and I still had I I feel like I still had another gear or I still had like half I I was surprised that this car could still do more. Mm-hmm. But the wave part, I went down, dipped into it, and when I came up, I could feel my suspension go like, yeah, like I didn't come <laughs> off the ground, but it just lifted really, and I was like, oh, like you were like yep. that anti gravity, yeah, you got that roller coaster woo. feeling where your mm. balls just go out your mouth. And I was like, huh? And, oh, don't die, please! But yeah. it was oh, so fucking fun, man. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, I think I've only gone one twenty four. Yeah. I think that's the fastest, and that was. Uh, coming back from canada i still had my uh digital dash in kilometers and i wanted to see 200 (laughs) so i saw 200 and then i was like all right we're cool and that was with that that was a uh hana asleep in the back jesus christ yeah (laughs) sarah's sitting next to me in the gti yeah and then ryan and hannah were in the back and hannah was asleep and she woke up about five minutes later i'm like yeah we're just doing like 200k i think i hit 120 and she's she's german so she actually understands what that means yeah 120 ish in my dad's Audi on I ninety, I think mm-hmm. I ninety, like because I ninety, it's so out there. It, they already pretty much post like eighty mm-hmm. miles an hour. So you're like, oh, might as well double it. <laughs> 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 yeah. And you just drive so fucking fast. It is. I wouldn't recommend doing it all the time, mm-hmm. but it is definitely fun once or twice yeah. to get to that level where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, time's moving at a different speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Life looks a lot different. Well, it like, is weird when things start to like warp yeah. when you're going that fucking fast. Well, like the MR2 was fun because I mean I did legit track days with that and stuff. Yeah. And on the front straight, I was doing 105, 110, yeah, and then hard on the brakes and turn all <laughs> the way 180 degree, degree like wide left hand turn. And you know, I mean, I put the brakes in myself, and <laughs> you know, I had the I had the lines done and like ble- and bled professionally because yeah. I you know didn't want to die. Yeah, but you know. It was. It's still a fun process when it's like I did these breaks. Yeah. Hopefully they work. Please. Hopefully they're not fading. Please do a good job. Yeah. yeah. What well, didn't you? Don't you have like some story about getting from Everett to Marysville insanely fast? Yeah, I don't remember what the time was, but I feel like it was fifteen minutes, ten fifteen minutes, some shit like that. Like we were hauling ass. Like yeah. as soon as we hit one sixty fourth on the freeway, it was like red line. So yeah. yeah, so you had like how many people in the car, and you guys are just like I think there was three of us. Yeah, from what I've mm-hmm. been told, I think it was like me, Ryan, and Danny, or some shit like. Yeah, that. and they're just driving, and everyone is looking out the window for cops, yeah, just checking to see if there's <laughs> cops, and they literally did like that drive at that speed, yeah, from one sixty fourth to two o two one twenty eighth. I think was the exit. Not 128th and ever, but there's like... No, a, like or, like Donna's Truck Stop. Yeah. Area, right? Or like maybe the one before. I think that. it was the one right before. Yeah, but... <laughs> from from 164th to Tulalip, for yeah. people who are in Washington, you know that's a pretty good distance. And it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Holland. I, I did from my parents' house to North Everett, where the yard is now, in 12 minutes. It's... I th- Damn. I think it says... Jesus on, Christ. Yeah, I think on the... Um, uh, on Google, it says it should be like twenty five minutes or something. <laughs> oh shit! And this, yeah, that was Lowell Larimer at like eighty. And then you hear those people who are like, "Why do you drive so fast? It's only going to take like a couple minutes off your thing, or it's going to cut my time in fucking half." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's. I'm. I'm. I'm going to look, it up. look I want, it up. I want. I uh, want. I want accurate data on here. That's I think mine was thirteen crazy, minutes. Thirteen feels right. That's insane. 
That was a lot of fun, though. Hitting like, That was one of the times, I think it was like the first time we hit 120. Well, it's like a, you were saying something. You were reading this book. What was that book about that was like about adrenaline? Oh, the Catching Fire thing? Yeah. The Altered States and yeah. pro athletes and shit? Yeah, talk about that book a little bit. You just got done reading it. So. <laughs> talk about that. You book. do this thing where uh, we, we both do the thing where we like talk about something like people know what it is already. Yeah. We got to like elaborate heavily on yeah. some stuff because there is people who don't talk. Me and you talk in the other rooms of the house, not on <laughs> microphone fairly often. So. Yeah. So I just read this book, uh, Catching Fire or Stealing Fire. Stealing fire. Catching fire is the fucking Hunger Games book, Get isn't it? Get your own fire. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but stealing fire. Um, and it's Catching about... Catching fire is a book about that Buddhist guy who just lit himself on fire. In, in Tiananmen Square? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean he didn't just do that for the Ridge and Machine album? <laughs> God damn it. But it's, uh, it's about altered states of consciousness, both drug-induced and like meditation or... Um, like action sports is a way to do it like and there was a section saying that um action sports people use gravity as in like g forces from speed or zero g from catching air or tight turns and stuff like that to alter your state of consciousness and induce a flow state so they had this one study where red bull and I keep forgetting the fucking center's name, but it's like the Athesian Center or some shit like that. They're studying flow state and altered states of consciousness. And uh, they came together and they did this thing with um, the CEOs from Google, I think. And they had like this giant fucking swing. And they were measuring the brain waves when they would get to stall out upside down. And then this one dude just stalled out and then did a loop and another loop and stalled out and went backwards. Like, he went all over the fucking place. And they, like, were able to capture a picture of what flow state looks like because of that. It's just really cool shit. Because <laughs> this dude's huh. a psycho, yeah. Yeah. Well, he also, like, kite boards and, I think, skydives. And, like, he does all kinds of action sporty shit. Yeah. But, yeah, there's... Well, it's like you get yourself into a point of certain things where you're in so much danger that you have to make you have to have that heightened sense of awareness. Like your body is in like half fight, half flight. Yeah, and so you're making these decisions like subconsciously. Like your your body understands your muscle memory at a certain point, and it's it's predicting how to survive a scenario. Yeah. It's like when you're in an airplane and you think about if it's going to crash, like, could I grab onto a tree branch? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) Man last week survived. When the elevator elevator crashed to the bottom floor, he jumped. (laughs) (laughs) I know that scenario. I think the Mythbusters busted that one. Yeah, Yeah, probably. So you looked up the time. What was it? 21 minutes. That's what it said. <laughs> at three in the morning, like I, I, there was traffic now, so it said twenty five, but it says twenty one with no traffic. You're just shaving oh, okay. time, man. Yeah. yeah, speed demon. It's so much. And fun. then I was going too fast and got pulled over doing that one uh-huh. time. And he, we came around the corner at, uh, heading at each other, so he didn't have me on gun or anything. Uh, so oh, fuck. But it was enough. It was it, no good. it was enough to get me arrested probably oh, holy shit i mean being that that far over is reckless driving and yeah. it can't get you arrested and impounded so you know Damn. not a good idea been lucky they've never been caught that's yeah for sure he I mean, basically said we both know you were going too fast and i'm like 
all right, cool. I'm out. I'm clear. But <laughs> also, I should probably not do that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I'll touch a wiener and just. <laughs> God damn. That's a doing scary stuff is fun. Like, I love it. I think I can understand why some people like scary movies. I fucking hate them. You like yeah. Them. I I like them when they're good. Like I don't like the jump scare That's shit too much. Like I like the like you have fucked up dreams and it fucks up your whole week afterward. Like because the story was so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like those kinds. I like the thriller esque ones. Like uh, they had that movie with that. Uh, um, that gym from the office maybe. quiet place yeah that that one was fucking awesome um and there's another one uh, it comes at night mm-hmm. that came out recently it's just pretty much these people just in a house the whole time yeah but it's just the the psychological yeah because humans aspect. are fucking scary yeah that part is exciting to me and like you don't know what the disease is you don't know if yeah. this disease is actually an entity or if it's just a disease mm-hmm. um or if there's something that's like actively trying to kill these people or if it's just like or if one dude's just crazy and is poisoning the minds of the Or if it's just like a audience. rampant infection and people are scared of like this thing. Yeah. You, you never see any entity. That's like a Rogan. I, I don't. I've never seen American Werewolf in London, but Rogan talks about American Werewolf in London and like that it was scary because you only see the werewolf like for barely like half a second. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same with, thing with Blair all. Witch. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking movie is scary as fuck. <laughs> I know. It's funny because I'm completely indifferent about scary movies, but yeah. I tend to only watch them with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> who hates them because we have fucking ladies upstairs uh, like they tell us what to do well uh, sort of but the thing is sarah doesn't really like scary movies either but for some really, reason i she, feel like chelsea and sarah always are the it's weird the though catalyst because ben she, doesn't like scary movies either she like sort of likes scary movies but if it gets too scary she just takes her glasses off so i mean like, I mean, like <laughs> oh I really does see, she like scary blur really does do, she like scary I movies do i don't know shit all the time. oh yeah just i'd sit face. there with a blanket like this <laughs> like i'd gradually just get into a smaller and smaller ball on the I, couch i just get angry like a legit get angry yeah. like when people scare me at work i literally just go why like, that's, my <laughs> that's what you do all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, i know <laughs> like, when i'm angry or when i'm startled it doesn't matter like, when he's waking up in the morning <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm trying to sleep. Why? You know, like Chelsea will come in while if I'm hitting the heavy bag, and she'll open the like the garage door. I can't hear it because the music's happening, and she'll just be like, "Dylan," and I'll just turn around, and be like, "Why?" And then I immediately want to attack her. Like my anger just comes out, and I'm just like, uh, "I'm gonna beat you." I'm gonna beat my wife. No, <laughs> Domestic abuse is real. Oh God! Damn you scare me. I'm gonna beat I mean, I feel like that's a one of the only reasonable times for yeah, it's fight or flight I mean yeah. you know it's human nature at least we know I went it was only a tad bit of flight and then fight <laughs> but that's pretty consistent because always why and then anger like I'm trying to <laughs> beat the shit out of whoever does it oh, Colby will scare me at work and I'll be why and he's like <laughs> I'll scare people all the time. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> scaring people. Just but not I, being scared. I hate getting scared. Yeah, like, I had this old coworker. She doesn't work with me anymore, but her name's Aslan. And I'd just be like, Azzy! And I'd just, like, be right behind her. Like, literally, just you turning away, I could do that. And yeah. she'd get scared again and again and again. And so I'd do it, like, <laughs> like, ten times a day. But if she would have done it to me once, I would have been like, Jump! <laughs> <laughs> She'd learn real quick. Yeah. Dude. God damn it. Fun fun things. Like, my dad I, used to scare the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like, I, rem- I have this vivid memory 
there's this fucking alien mask that we had. It's this green <laughs> alien mask with these little suction cup fucking things. And he had it on, and he was hiding behind all these like garbage bags full of clothes that were going to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And my mom asked me to go out to the shed where he was to go grab something. And he just slowly gets out of the fucking garbage <laughs> bags. I, I remember the reaction was like that frozen... <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. Dude, if I knew Chelsea was coming home, I'd like go get under the covers and make it look like there's a bunch of pillows and you just walk in. <laughs> I don't know why. It's so satisfying to scare people. You know what's semi similar to that, but also hilarious? Huh. Is sometimes I would just sit on the bed and I'd just pull my balls out of like the bottom of my pants and then she'd just like walk in. And be like, I'm like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, hey, how's it going? What the fuck? <laughs> Surprise! It's so fucking funny, man. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's a lot of that in the army. It turns out nine times out of ten, girls don't want to see your balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably the Dudes least. Dudes show each other thing. their balls more often than like other. I, I was on the wrestling even, team. I know. Yeah. I can't even well, count how many times I've seen the times. fucking yes. goat and the bat wing and just fucking balls hanging out of a zipper hole. Like, yeah. Uh, see an enemy different Jesus yeah, yeah, Christ. Yeah. Allegedly, Colby will do it to me at work. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. For any, for any Boeing, Boeing managers listening to this, allegedly it's happened at work. But allegedly, we used to work on the same, like on opposite sides of the access hole. Yeah. And Colby, like, I'd, he'd just be like, hey, Dylan. And I'd be like, what? And I'd turn over and he'd just, like, pull half his dick out of his coveralls. And I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> like, it's only dudes that you can literally just react as god damn it. Yeah. Like, you're just oh, like, ah, I'm gay now. Oh, you got me. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I gotta suck in there. <laughs> oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I had a train of thought, but I totally fucking forgot what it was. Scary shit. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, like I find the funnest things that I do in life are all the things that are semi-dangerous. Like, oh yeah, climbing tre- like I'm such a fucking child. Like I still like climbing trees mm-hmm. and I and bridges and whatever else that can be climbed near general. you. Yeah, yeah. And, like when I'm hanging out with Mar- parkour. If Mariah's around, like it's amped more because it terrifies her and it yeah. makes her feel like stressed out. In the same way that I show her death metal or deathcore because she's just like, Aah. like yeah. she makes the face. She has a face where she's like. Where it's physically painful. Mariah is really fun to scare in it's general. It's so fucking yeah. hilarious. Uh, but so she's around, like, we're on a hike at, like, Oyster Dome. And I was like, let me go, like, get as close to the fucking edge as I could. And, like, <laughs> hang off of the edge of this 100 foot cliff. And she's like, Dylan, please stop. Please. And I was just like, what? I'm not doing anything. It's not a big deal. Like, just torturing people in that way is the funnest. But also, just like, so if you one day die from doing something like that, at least we'll know that you were in your most joyful place. Oh, for place. sure. I was happy. <laughs> well, that's the, when I would go, like, when I started mountain biking last year, there was, like, a lot of, like, crashing. Yeah. Like, I'd crash, and I'm hanging out with Devin. Devin's, like, a pretty, he's, like, a, a cautious, very, like, he's a... Analytically cautious. Yeah, he's, like, mm-hmm. a, he's a very analytical person. He's, like, a, you know, his where's his pants with a belt like he's just like a, an upstanding gentleman <laughs> I wear my pants with is a belt he, me too but I'm just saying is, what, is it one of those nice brown braided ones yeah, or like is, a, yes, you know uh, very okay. sensible yeah. oh okay it's actually he has a belt buckle to no I'm <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like a very sensible like cautious safe 
he's an adult. Yeah. I am not an adult. Okay. At all. And so, like, when we mountain bike, I'd be like, Devin, you got to go do this run. It's really funny. He's like, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. But me, having hung out with you and all of our cousins for so long. And, Jump! And the <laughs> life, was so cha- life was so chaotic that, like, you had to find that that was the fun part. Like, you yeah. had to turn it into something cool. And so, like, whenever I crash, like, really fucking hard... I'm immediately laughing. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, oh, and then, like, I'm bloody, and people are like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And I was like, this is more fun because this happened. Yeah. Like, that's there's like, some sort of consequence for what I'm doing. Yeah. And that makes it, like, that makes it better to me if well, I have, and like, I feel like it pushes your progression, too, because it's like, that fucking hurt. Yeah. And now I'm going to try even harder to do the same thing without doing that. Yeah. Like, uh, that story I was telling you where I fucking slid backwards, upside down, down the north face of fucking Baker on the moguls. <laughs> like, I was laughing the whole way down, even though I couldn't stop, and I was upside down and snow in my face and shit, but it Yeah, was... like, like, Colby is always weirded out by it, because he sees me take heavy slams. Yeah. And he just like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, you're totally fine. Like, <laughs> my ability to endure pain is yeah. very high, because, like, my dad roughhoused with us forever oh, yeah. like uh just from the womb jujitsu i have like a natural state of calmness while doing it when a lot of other people can have like panic yeah but it's just because i think it's because of the way that our childhood was with like so many just like older like cousins beating our asses and shit like <laughs> yeah. we just get a little bit tougher but like when i didn't have a helmet like a couple times ago me and colby were up on stevens and i took a slam straight on my neck like yeah. straight to my head i did a yard sale and i went wham and i just like <laughs> sla- snapped up and i was like oh keep going he's like are you okay i was like yeah dude totally fine and then like later i was like oh my neck really hurts and he's like, yeah dude you fucking ate <laughs> yeah i can't beat up my cousin yeah he just took third in yeah, the country shit. and and junior college wrestling oh shit his cousin mason looks like an armenian who like was shot with buckets of steroids he's so jacked he's yeah 165 <laughs> pounds of muscle just solid he's not like muscle. super tall though like he's like he's a fair he's a shortish um mm-hmm. not like short but he's yeah like five eight five but, nine yeah i mean like he's a couple inches shorter than me and i mean okay. but 165 pounds with a sweet mustache but like 165 <laughs> pounds of tank yeah like he, he th- <laughs> and, i mean he and he won the freestyle um junior pan american championship so jesus beat a bunch of south americans and so for, for, so for people who have never tried to wrestle or do jujitsu or grappling sports wrestling is the hardest sport on the planet <laughs> it's fucking yeah. brutal so like yeah. mma fighters ufc fighters like people who are like the best in the world at combat sports half of them still skip wrestling practice yeah. it's fucking yeah. brutal yeah wrestlers mm-hmm. are the toughest people like that there is it's, if you see somebody yeah. with cauliflower ear, walk away. Like you, you don't need to either be friends with them or if they're at a bar and they're mouthing off at you, you leave. Yes. <laughs> you're gonna get <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Dude. Well, I mean, I was never that great of a wrestler, but like in high school, I was talking to Spencer Ankney, and he's like, he's like, you couldn't hold me down. And Spencer's like six four, two hundred and fifty pounds, like big, big baseball player. And I'm like, yeah, he's if, fucking. I'm huge. like, yeah, if we start from the ground, I can hold you down. Like there's like I I'll hold you down for until you tire out. Yeah. And 
So we went and did it. <laughs> and I held him down for about a minute before he's like, all right, yeah, I can't get up. <laughs> you a, win. There's a, there's a, that's one of the things about those kind of things are like boxing is like a thing where there's so much variability. You can get fucked up by anyone in boxing. You can be incredibly good. Okay, Floyd Mayweather is probably not going to get fucked up by somebody. Yeah. But unless that, if that dude's huge. It's possible. Well, there's always a chance. Yeah, there's yeah. always a chance. Whereas, like with wrestling and jujitsu, it's not really that way. Yeah, if I mean, you it's have a better skill. skill, like if you have a higher level of skill, you're going to dominate yeah. that person. I mean, there's a chance to get caught in anything. I mean, you know, you were there when Spen- similar thing happened to me and Spencer, right? Weren't you? When... Were you there? He was at a party here one time, and he was like. Because I'm always training, he always wants to talk to me about fighting mm-hmm. and then tell me stories about him knocking people out, which is like hilarious and yeah. I want to hear them, of course. But then I'm like, dude, if we ever got in a fight, I was like, I wouldn't box with you at all. He's like, wow, you're like so much better. And I was like, have you seen how fucking big your hands are and how big yeah. your body is? Like, I would just wouldn't. I was like, I would immediately take you down and I would take <laughs> your back and I would choke you. And he's like, I don't think you could take me down. And I was like, there's mats right there. <laughs> and, I will show you. And so I immediately took him down and I took his back and I choked him. And then he was like, oh, Oh, that was fucking what? No way. Let's try again. And I immediately did the same exact thing. I yep. just took him down and I took his back and I choked him again. And I was just like, it's that's the only benefit I have. This is the only way that in a fight that I yeah. would win is I have to take go to like you're playing chess and I mm-hmm. have to go play Skyrim. Like I'm going to a whole different fucking world. Exactly. Yeah. Well that I mean that's the thing, is like people boo in the UFC when they're just laying on each other on the ground. But I mean that's there's a, a smart lot. way to fight. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not getting punched in the face that at that point. You know, there's that's the smart way to fight. Yeah, if you really think about it. Yeah, and there's also people who do that who aren't boring it at all. Oh yeah, I mean, you there watch are Khabib. People. Like you haven't been watching the the UFC recently, but I mean, he laid on Connor and it it worked. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he just like he beat him up too. But I mean, he, he laid on him, smashes him with his hands. Yeah, like he just like. Yeah, just yeah, just slowly destroys them with his fists by just like riding their backs yeah. yeah i was over in wenatchee i had to walk a mile in the cold to go uh, and find the bar that had, <laughs> oh, the, did you had watch the fights it? Nice. on yeah. yeah yeah so there is like people coming up that are like but wrestling wrestling is you have to if you've been a part of it you definitely can be interested by it i can understand how sometimes you're like oh my god but uh being having like learned about it at all or tried it there's so much more respect for it because like the hardest thing i've probably ever done in training is like called either king of the hill or shark tank Mm -hmm. when you just get on the mats and two people go and if you take that person down then you go against another person a fresh person Mm -hmm. and you just keep Mm -hmm. cycling through it it's fucking it's a nightmare if you if you're good at like if you're reasonably good at martial arts and you want to throw up go do shark tank because you will win a few rounds and then once you hit like the fourth round you're like oh my god i've been exploding with every possible muscle yep. that i have and i'm having tunnel vision and i'm gonna throw up all <laughs> of the fucking mats yep. it's so yeah. gnarly dude oh yeah we did that a lot in germany it's so brutal dude fuck that shit we used to do that we did it in gi too Fuck. <laughs> with the doors You're... closed and the heat on <laughs> that's called retirement. yeah giant thick wood. pajamas <laughs> that's like a drop from your mom's house anytime someone says retarded they say like you use an awkward it's like a, a <laughs> drop I don't say it very often but that's funny so anytime Chelsea says something about someone being dumb like she doesn't even have to say the word I just go like you use an Immediately makes her laugh. so dude you're having a fucking child I am 
that is yeah that's happening in july oh shit that's so crazy and to everyone out there we're registered at amazon <laughs> and bye bye baby and target yeah bye bye baby sounds like a bad name for a place for baby stuff yeah it, it, like it a, does but it's a post-abortion shop <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. well it's not that it's <laughs> it basically it's owned by the same oh my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dark oh my god that was good Oh, I'm proud of you. Good job. <laughs> it's owned by uh, the same people that own like Bed Bath and Beyond, so it's set up kind of oh, like God. that. Yeah, Bed, Bath, like baby. you know. How, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know how like you, it's all set up in like a weird circle, and they have all yeah. the stuff and different stuff. It's the same setup, but all just baby stuff. Oh, uh, okay. It's down south in South Center. Okay. So it's a pain to get to, but they have a website. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So, um, how was the banging? <laughs> <laughs> always good that's probably the funnest part right you're like i gotta build this thing at any point did that become daunting though we no. like uh no you're just like, okay. no. i mean well i'm in and out of town for work all the time so uh, i mean it's not true. like i'm I, I mean, yeah i mean not that i it's needed anyways but yeah i'd like there's no dauntingness She's to like that. yelling at you like we need to make the baby right now you're like at least be kind and nice to me please <laughs> no it was more of just like like she felt like it was taking too long, mm. but I'm like, it's literally been like a month. Like it, it didn't, <laughs> I, it didn't happen the first month. Okay. Like it's okay. And she's yeah. like, it, it, it's just taking so long. And I'm like, it's, we're going to try again next month. Like they, yeah. they said, after you get your ID out, like it's gonna take a month. Yeah. Like you should take a month and wait and then try the next month anyways. Yeah. And it worked like that next month so i mean like <laughs> so really it didn't take that long yeah. it's Somebody, just it yeah, felt like one forever the for prescribed her. amount of time yeah. <laughs> one month doesn't seem like very long no I it's mean, like i can understand exactly. with like if that's all you're thinking about yeah it can be like daunting yeah for yeah sure. when you're peeing on sticks and figuring out exactly when when you should have sex yeah. and like peeing on pregnancy tests all the time seeing if you're pregnant and then yeah, I mean, yeah. but there's then, like a lot of girls, and it's all you're thinking like, about. There's a lot of girls that are like having to do like IVF treatment. And yeah, stuff exactly. Like that. I mean, like that. It could be. There's a lot of people that actually it takes a long time and children takes a lot of right around the corner. Have you seen that shit? Mm-hmm. Where nobody can have babies anymore. No, it's, it's, got it's a concept Clive in a few years. Clive, God damn it, what's Clive Owen? Clive Owen. In it. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. It's what like the about? dystopian future deal. Oh, okay. Does everyone? Is it because like? Uh, just people are in, or something no just people are infertile and britain too much like, gluten yeah all the gluten <laughs> <laughs> vaping causes impotence no um if everyone would have just ate those fucking oodies what, what is that what, that's a wasn't that the name of the bread the gluten-free bread oodies i thought it was called oodies. <laughs> You, I, I know I what you're kind of talking about, but I don't know how to pronounce called? it, so I'm not going to try. It's like the sprouted bread. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about, but uh, Ezekiel bread's like the sprouted bread. That's yeah, but I think I the think name of. of it is Udi. Udi. Yeah. <laughs> I think you just like making that yeah. noise. I feel like a Jawa from Star Wars. <laughs> 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 oh Jesus! That's okay. why people can't have babies now. It's because yeah. of gluten. It's a fucking gluten man <laughs> killing the babies. Oh fuck! So yeah, you're you're not due. You're pregnant. You're yeah. due. What's yeah. the baby gonna come out of your puss? Baby is coming end of July. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. July twenty eighth is the due date. So we're definitely hoping that we can 
keep all that together until after Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very it's a very important holiday. We gotta start playing Fourth of July. July I know. already. I know. And the second. The second. We're doing double parties. Cause your birthday. Yeah. Going hard on your birthday. Probably not. Second, fourth, and fifth. Cause we second. do. Cause, cause the fifth is the fifth is always. Like, Aaron's gonna get fluid sexual again real yeah, quick. That's nah. our. That's the one that we host as long as we don't have a small child and are stuck in a hospital at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that's our. That's year. our pool party. We just. Good time. We I hang just out. Passed yeah. out in the sun. It was fantastic. Yeah. We had three extra Italians at my house. I mean, Fucking nap. Oh, dude, <laughs> naps Italian. outside. There's nothing mm-hmm. better than naps outside. Until you get sunburned. Sleeping outside is well, yeah, I was in the shade. I think but oh, okay. it was like warm, yeah. but I wasn't in the in the actual. Yeah, it was stupid sun. hot last year though. Yeah, it was. It had, like that little pool. Everyone was hanging mm-hmm. out in it. It was fucking. Yeah, great, the pool was man. freezing cold, but it was stupid hot outside. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very fun. For sure, mm. you got to get like a fucking real setup mm-hmm. above ground pool. Just yeah. go full <laughs> trash on it, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> sick. I mean, I live in Everett, so yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. <laughs> Has that it? Is there any way that uh, just the pers- like your perception? You're you're already thinking like I'm gonna have this child in a few months. Is there any way that that's like changed your frame of mind to this point? Like even not having the baby yet. Like how has that affected you so far? Um, I mean, I'm having a baby girl, which isn't i mean what i planned for but you know it's not like it's it's a 50 50 guess on anything but uh so i mean that's gonna be different because i mean we had a boy's name picked out if we were gonna have a boy and stuff so now we're going through picking names and we're going through all of the stuff that's involved in that which and i'm super stoked about it yeah but i mean it just feels different with a girl for some reason yeah and i'm super excited and we're working on the nursery and all that junk but why do you why do you think it feels different because it's a girl i don't know it just it it feels more protective maybe yeah i think something about being it's more like a protective safety issue like, you're just yeah. already stressed out with <laughs> with the all the second stuff. they were like worry. it's a girl he just started screaming <laughs> <"Me too! laughs> <laughs> Uh, you get away from it. He like pulled out the shotgun. He's like, you get the fuck away from her. Get the fuck away. From her. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, I can see that though. Like, just instantly changes your whole perception. Like, oh I, fuck, now I got to worry about all this other shit. I, I, I think I initially want a girl, just because I, 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 I one, I just love children in general. I think they're fucking hilarious. Like yeah, last mm-hmm. night we were at La Pomera and just like boxing with <laughs> owen is so fun like he just like they are battery they're like a they're moving gi joes like yeah. that you feed you just give them food and then they become <laughs> like play toys it's the fucking best yeah they just want to wrestle mm-hmm. and and shit and if i have a daughter who's like really girly and doesn't want to wrestle i'll just abort her at like <laughs> five years old <laughs> yeah. but uh bye bye baby <laughs> <laughs> i voted for late-term abortion and what i mean is like killing children at six. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Super <laughs> late term. Yeah, like a 60-month abor- abortion. <laughs> God damn. Uh, We're going to get some flack for this episode. Fuck it. I said the R word. Use the R word. And I... <laughs> you didn't say bitch yet, though, so I, I think you're doing bitch. okay. I didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. You're a little bitch for not saying bitch. Oh, <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think I don't know. I see Ray with his daughter, and it seems pretty cool. Exactly. I mean, like, I'm excited for a lot of the things and stuff, but, like, I don't like American Girl dolls. Yes. And, like... <laughs> Just don't ever show her what oh, those are. I have no I have no choice. Like, oh. like my mom and oh, my sister no. and stuff, like, I, 
I have no choice. You need Jesus. to pull him aside and that's, be like, if you fucking even mention that shit. Well, that's why like, you will never see us again. He, he can't do that because they're an ultimate support system. So uh, he'd be like, anytime he wants a date night or whatever, like what have you. It's just like, and he has like 18 people who are there with arms. Oh, okay. They do yeah. it to people who aren't their own kin. They took care <laughs> yeah. of me. Yeah, Dylan moved in for a month. Two months? I don't know. Quite, Some, yeah, yeah, at least. A reasonable yeah. amount of time, senior year of high school. I was living with with Nathan at the time, and uh, Robin moved in. Oh. Robin is one of my least favorite people on the planet. So I just, uh, <laughs> was like, I can't do this anymore. And so I decided I was going to live out of my car. And then Jordan was like, hey, I have this mattress that I have sex on. You can sleep on it. And I was like... <laughs> the sex mattress? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> its name was Ground Bed, but yeah. <laughs> I had a mattress that, t- that tucked underneath my bed. And um. then basically, I think it was actually after the Crystal Castles show mm-hmm. that we went to. Like, it was two or three in the morning by the time we got home and then you just stayed the night and then you just kind of didn't, didn't leave, leave for like for two <laughs> for like two months well his mom just started being like hey dylan what do you like for groceries and i was like oh just you guys are letting me oh let's have whatever no she's like no what do you like like i will buy you food i was like what the fuck is going on i didn't know that white picket fence families also had like a room for orphans to just like, come in and hang out too Oh, you guys shit. did that to me also. I think like those kind of people, those are like the most important people like that yeah. enabled me to be like, Oh, this is what a loving like community and family is like. Like people who just like are like, I got you. You're part of this crew now. Yeah. Like they just they jumped me into the gang. <laughs> blood in, blood out. With pre cooked chicken strips and <laughs> dude, it was yeah. fucking And Mad Dog twenty twenty. That's a few years later. later yeah. <laughs> but no, it was like it was it was very beneficial, like a very dark time, um, for sure. Yeah. Being able to spend time with them. And uh, I just became like, nobody asked me to, but I just became like the housemaid because I was like, You're like in, the house elf. I was <laughs> indebted. Like, I was just like, I really. I learned at your guys' house how to clean. Yeah, because Christina was fucking Christina all was about super it. super fucking meticulous. And so now I am similar yeah. in some ways. Like, I'm still not, I still like take my pair of jeans off and keep them at the, like, by my bed. Yeah. But all other stuff, I'm pretty like, everything in this place. Really clear. Like, every Saturday, even if I work, the second I come home, it's like spot clean the whole fucking living room because I just don't want to see shit in here at all. Yeah. Um, but you guys taught me that, and then that was like I figured out that that was my way that I processed my depression mm-hmm. was through cleaning, and uh, well, it's something you can control and something you can make better. Yeah, and still now today, I still really fucking love cleaning, just yeah. because it it is an immediate relief for me to be able to see something that's broken and then it immediately is fixed yeah. afterwards. Well, I feel like clutter and messiness is also a sign, uh, like a symptom of depression, almost. Yeah, like. I'm too lazy to fucking take these cans upstairs or I'm too lazy to fucking wash my bowl or just shit like that. Well, so, when you talk about that kind of stuff, I'm still not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't wash dishes there. What the fuck is that? We use paper everything. We just tell Tyler to do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I haven't eaten in six days. Like, just do the dishes. <laughs> just do the shut fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's good to see nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> Will you just stop? That, that's literally what I do, though, is I just feed him in exchange for him to do the dishes. Yeah. Hey, so well, there's make, some food out here. You can have some. I make enough food. And, and I then go, you like, wait until he takes a, a bite. 
and then you say, hey, do the dishes no, after you finish I, No, I've, I've streamlined the process. I make him a plate, and I bring it to his bedroom, and I go, here's this food, and he goes, thanks, and I go, uh, do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Oh, got him. He has to do the dishes, man. I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. Make him do it. He's like, what, 20-something living in my house? Can- 21, remember? We actually took him to the bar. Oh, yeah, we did. That. And then he bitched out after like like fucking an hour and a half not yeah. even an hour and a half he was like oh yeah. go home yeah my friend has to leave you're not even like you're supposed to get like at least close to throwing up yeah come on I feel man. like it's yeah. not a 21st birthday party unless you I black out up. I didn't throw up in mine did you black out though no no I think Kevin took it really easy on me mm. I had a, f- a shitload of fun like I had the most fun like my 21st was it incredibly enjoyable but I did not throw up I blacked out and threw up. Really? <laughs> Who took you to yours? Were your friends 21 at that point? I think it was a house party. Oh, really? Or it might have just been another time where I blacked out and threw up. I don't really remember what my 21st birthday was. Yeah, we was. went to uh, um, Azul in Mill Creek with my mm. friend Brianna and Kevin and Chels, and they all bought me, like, so I had, like, three drinks there. And mm-hmm. then we drove back to that, the apartment, and I was still hammered. Like, I was already drunk. Yeah. I have a terrible tolerance. Like, my tolerance is is below uh, regular tolerance like below regular life like yeah i'm i need like a drop of alcohol and i'm like i'm full of buzz <laughs> <laughs> um and then after that we went to i think the lodge and we started getting really drunk and then that's when i just start having fun and start talking to like everyone who's at the bar yeah just yeah, i'm super social and then when i get drunk i get more social it just ultimate annoying louder louder dylan comes yeah. out i'm just like i have to be as funny as i can be and it always seems to work out really well which is great and then by the end of the night we were at the diamond knot and my eyes were doing this thing <laughs> and i was like taking the pulled pork um tater tots, tots and like trying to aim them into my mouth <laughs> And I was like, oh, these are so fucking good. Oh, <laughs> if only I could get them in my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> this is the best. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't remember my 21st birthday party. If it's the you time I'm thinking up. about, then I woke up on the bathroom floor with puke right next to my face and the shower running. And that's... Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't laughs> it was real bad. I and I was I naked. I didn't really do anything that much. Do, yeah. We've had a few, like, debaucherous nights of drinking, but not, like, on a 21 run. No, not particularly. The night that we called Sarah to come pick us up. Oh, that was a good one. you and Ben got super drunk, and then... Was that... No, that, w- that would have been election night then. No, it was... I don't think it was that night. I think it was uh, when Kevin came back from the yeah 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 it was on christmas yeah Yeah, so we went uh it was kevin was there kevin pancakes i got this girl's number for pancakes like Mm -hmm. this girl was like super gorgeous Mm -hmm. and when i get drunk i love playing wingman i fucking adore it because it's like my excuse to like be fully me like Mm -hmm. i can just be like there's no filter i can just like talk to this person and be like like oh you're really pretty and you seem super cool but like my buddy over here like i just like (laughs) immediately like I just like I, I've gotten Caleb two different numbers. I yeah. think actually, yeah, like two different people. But uh, it's just really fun to do that. And we got super fucked up. And then Kevin was just like his eyes were doing the thing. <laughs> He's like, "I gotta go," and he left. And then when we left, we were gonna go to McDonald's. And you always know you have a successful night of drinking, or at least I do, is if I throw up in a bush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like we were ordered food, and we were about to sit down. And I was like, uh, "I'm gonna go outside for a second. And, <laughs> 
I went outside and I just puked on the tree in front of McDonald's, which like four years before that I had puked in the same parking lot, just on a different bush and the exact same McDonald's. Oh, well that night that I did that, I was hanging out was when I lived at Nathan's after I'd lived with you. Yeah. And uh, Ed and Nathan come over, um, different Nathan. Vanderpool and Ed and I had already just been like drinking by myself like a psycho like a fucking depressed alcoholic I wasn't depressed though I think I was just hanging out and I knew they were coming over so I was like I'm pre a buzz on and so I had like half a bottle of Maker's Mark and then I had half a bottle of Black Label mm-hmm. very different uh, tiers of, of whiskey yeah. like not super different but definitely different yeah. and I I think I pounded the whole bottle of Black Label and uh, like or the half of the bottle mm-hmm. and I was like pretty tipsy like i was yeah yeah i was whew. and we drove to bob airman park uh, which is uh off like the snohomish river kind of or at okay. least in that little area and you walk down in the dark and then we walked all the way to the river um and i had the other bottle of maker's mark but like on the drive there they were playing slipknot and i was so hammered that i was just like headbanging and laughing as hard as i could <laughs> like i was just like this is the best thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> like I was losing my fucking mind, and they're like smoking pot, so they're yeah. just like. And then eventually they started to take like some pulls of the bottle, but like I ended up getting so drunk, I drank like another quarter of that Maker's Mark one, yeah. and I threw the bottle on the rocks in Bob Airman's. Like I threw it as far as I could, just to, like so I could hear it shatter and yeah. then pitch black. And then we went to McDonald's, and I, like I put a straw down my throat to make myself throw up, throw up in this bush and then I just faced a bunch of burgers and I was like that was amazing <laughs> so god I'm, damn it got any other stuff you want to talk about mm, I'm good you we're at Trump's wall no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> we're at an hour 20 are we holy shit yeah nice quick I don't even remember what this podcast has been about, but uh, cars, babies, babies. late-term abortions. Yeah, (laughs) 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 it was all. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the 30th episode of the Best Friends Ask Why podcast with Jordan Tisdale. Thank you for coming. Best Friends Ask Ghost. Thank you. We love you. We'll uh, talk in your ear holes later. Bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Best Friends Ask Why podcast. If you like what you heard today, we'd really appreciate it if you could go on whatever service you use to listen or watch the podcast and leave us a review. Five-star reviews are what helps spread the word and build a community around our podcast. If you have any cool guest ideas, questions, or just want to reach out, hit us up on our social media at BFAY. That's B-F-A-W-H-Y. One last time, thank you very much, and we look forward to hearing from you.